0: Dating or at least trying. We're back. I'm back, but I'm with someone, a guest. Hello. And you have been here twice before.
1: Twice before. And this time makes it thrice that I have arrived to the podcast. Yes, it is I, the MC <laughs> of the Telly relationship. Yes. Jack Mulmutt himself.
0: And for those who don't know, maybe haven't listened to past episodes, you are my boyfriend.
1: That is correct. Last time I checked. Correct.
0: (laughs) And so, I mean, this is so, like, it's so weird to be back doing this, but I'm excited.
1: I know. I know, especially here in my bedroom in North Park, which is someplace we haven't done this before at all. So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's very interesting. So, I mean, how does it feel sitting down to finally record again?
0: I know it feels weird. Like, okay, so I took the hiatus back in August, and this was something like I had started the podcast. I mean, for those who listen, y'all know, but like I started the podcast back in, I think I officially launched like maybe September or October of 2018. And I had never really taken a break. Like, it was something I was constantly thinking about all the time. And even though my episodes weren't weekly like they are right now and, like, they had been before the hiatus, um, like, I I was just, like, I just – it was constantly on my mind. Like, I was constantly thinking of episodes, constantly thinking of what to do. And I don't know if it was burnout from doing the podcast itself or if it was burnout from – I mean – We'll get into why I took the hiatus ultimately, right. but, or if it was burnout kind of from being quarantined. And honestly, like, I just felt like there was a bit where I was like, I don't want to talk about dating. Like, I feel like there's so many more significant things going on in the world and not that dating's not significant, but I just felt like I was doing something unimportant.
1: Yeah. I, I'm sure it's, it's easy to feel that way too, especially doing this for two years. I mean, mm-hmm. you started this podcast and you've lived the, so much life in that time of I know. doing this podcast. I so, it, it's been with you all those steps and sometimes you just outgrow certain things.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outgrow certain things. Yeah. And I mean, that's something I kind of wanted to address. Cause like, obviously, I mean, I don't know how many people are listening, wondering where my old co-host is, but it's something I have to address because I did have a co-host for seven months or something like that. Yeah.
1: I Maybe mean, less. Yeah. Probably since November. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was November through till the hiatus happened November 2019. Yeah. So I kind of want to address that. Um, and like you and I, we were Jack and I recorded an episode literally two weeks ago or we started recording it and we started talking about the situation and I found myself like brushing past it. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of, I, I asked people for advice of how I should address it on the podcast. And they were like, Oh, like the, the mature thing is to say it was creative differences. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure. Maybe that's the theoretical mature thing.
1: Maybe if you're a
0: politician <laughs> If I'm a politician or like a PR person, I'm like this is what we were taught. Half of y'all, I know you guys took SDSU Journalism and Media Studies classes too. <laughs> like that's what we learned in our PR yeah. class. Diplomacy. I know that, but I'm just like this is like th- this isn't my brand. Like the whole point of the podcast. I say my slogan of what I do on this podcast is normalizing conversations surrounding dating I forgot it for a second surrounding dating sex and relationships relationships are just not me talking shit about I don't know like before dating you not talking shit about like a date I went on like Mm -hmm. I'm open about that so I'm like why wouldn't I be open about friendships that are also relationships as well
1: it speaks a lot to like what the realm of relationships even is yeah like like you have people when you say the word relationship you think of your partner Mm -hmm. but relationship I mean your friendships can be just as close, if not closer, as some of your romantic relationships you've had in your life. Yeah, totally. And, and especially for friends that have been with you through all those years, it it just carries that much more weight. So I feel like you making the decision to be more transparent about that was was really good, and I'm I'm glad that we're here to finally sit down. <laughs>
0: have you? I feel like I'm. Let it all out. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the red table talk, even know. though like this is my show. So so
1: what? What, what, what do you want to put out there first and foremost? I know we sat down and talked about this two weeks ago, but pretty much like maybe if you want to talk about what you didn't like about what we talked about two weeks ago and really just want, just spit it out. Give me, give me the, give me your elevator pitch (laughs) as to like, if anybody asks, Hey, what happened to your co-host? What happened to dating? Right. Um,
0: I will say that I'm no longer friends with the previous co-host, um, (laughs) see, automatically I want to be like, lol, creative differences. It's not that. It had nothing to do with the podcast. I mean, it did, but not really. Um, our friendship was not going well (laughs) in general. And I think for a while, the podcast was the only thing kind of connecting us. Um, but I also think when I made the decision to add a co-host back in last year, um, I guess like I had a different idea of what a co-host relationship would look like. And that's I mean, that's a fault of my own. I probably should have explained it better, but I just didn't feel like having the co-host necessarily added or let's I should say took away workload from me. Mm-hmm. I basically I was doing the exact same amount of work, even if when I was alone versus had the podcast. But it really wasn't just that um, we just have different viewpoints of what's going on in the world right now. So I'll just kind of leave it at that for the most part. Yeah. Um, Just because I don't, like, I don't want it to look like I'm trying to trash her in any way because mm-hmm. obviously people can know who I'm talking about. Um, but we're not friends anymore. And yeah. it had to do with differing opinions. And it really wasn't, like, the podcast was just the icing on top of the cake.
1: Right, right. And you said the podcast itself was the thing kind of tying you guys together. Especially, right. like, your post-grad life, moving to LA, coming back, um, getting in a, a committed romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just probably wasn't what you expected it to be. And it's just a little bit disappointing. And I, I assume that definitely dragged down on your passion project, which is this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I like, it just, I am I explaining myself well? I'm like, I don't know if I'm like sounding too diplomatic. Like I'm trying um, not you, to you be. S-
1: you still are kind of giving it like an overview. Right. What's the one thing you want to have people know and say like, you know what? Uh that this is, I'm if if it wasn't for her, I I would have kept doing this probably.
0: Kept doing what? Podcast. Oh. What do you mean? Like, if, <laughs> like wait. If, what? If, it, if it
1: wasn't for the fallout that you guys had or being yes. your co-host or having kind of souring the dynamic, would you have kept doing this podcast?
0: You know what? It's hard to say because I feel like at the point that we took the hiatus. So, um, I mean, what kind of around the time that I'm not articulating myself well, but when George Floyd was murdered and the protests were happening around the country, like we're at its height during the summer, I just felt like I was doing like menial type work, if that makes sense. Like I was like, I don't want to talk about dating when all this is going on. Mm -hmm. And this has nothing to do with, My co-host, by the way. This is just like my own personal viewpoint. And that's why we had the episodes that were like, oh, talking about the protests and talking like we kind of veered away from doing just dating content. And that's why I started my other podcast I have with my good friend Emily called What a Week. Everyone go, go subscribe. We're on, we're on YouTube, (laughs) but we're also where you listen to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, so now I'm at a good place where I'm like, I feel like I'm still talking about things that I need to be talking about. And not that I need to be talking about. That I think it's important to talk about. And I have that outlet to do so. But you know what? Talking about dating and talking about relationships is also important. And we we need, like, I think I needed the balance in what I was consuming because I was only looking at hard news all the time. And I think that really was not (laughs) good for my mental health. It
1: really conditions your brain, especially, I mean, we lived through still living through a pandemic, mm-hmm. a social reckoning right. of our society, totally. um, a presidential election unlike nothing else. Mm-hmm. And if you really have to be careful with yourself in the news that you look at um, everything that you absorb. Right. And there's only a few people out there in the world who could really be that introspective about themselves and have that much kind of foresight and uh, out-of-body kind of experience looking at yourself. Right. So I feel like you know yourself best and you needed the time to wait till now to bring it back and say, the world needs dating or at
0: least trying. Yeah, yes, the world does need dating or at least try <laughs> available so- <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: <laughs> I mean, what do, do you have like a different scope uh, or like viewpoint of where you want to so you pretty much have are reclaiming your podcast right you are reclaiming it for yourself you you got you have like a nasty breakup with your podcast
0: right and oh now, yeah so now, you,
1: now you guys are back making love making out on the park bench what, <laughs> what, you're about to launch this episode I mean yes what, what, what's next
0: well like I also okay should we just get into like everything about me I'm like you know this is the I'm back baby episode like yeah. let's talk about your it viewers
1: all viewers want to know what you've been the, up to the they viewers... want to know the ins and outs they want to know what clothes you bought what vibrator you got what what you're doing right now for work spit it out
0: Yes, I won't talk about a vibrator till I'm sponsored, but (laughs) otherwise, um, yeah, I mean, like I I had a revelation yesterday and I uh, distanced with my friend, shout out to Sarah, and then I Zoomed with my other friend, shout out to Janessa, and I just felt so good. I was like, hell yeah, like social interaction, like I love that. Like I forgot how much I love that and that's why I'm glad to be doing this podcast again oh God, I was going to burp. We had Sonic earlier. So, uh, <laughs> I had chili cheese dog and chili cheese fries. So I had the Chicago dog
1: with <laughs> the peppers and the pickles. I burped so loud yeah. while I was finishing up work.
0: So if it happens, just FYI, yeah. that's, that's what it is. Um, but I like was in such a good mood yesterday that I had a whole career revelation and you made me do a voice memo about it. Cause you were like, you'll forget about it. And I was like, yeah, I probably will. Especially I second guess myself when I'm anxious. So, uh, That's a thing. But I was just like, like right now I'm working a social media job. It's going.
1: (laughs) That tells you pretty much everything you do. Yeah.
0: I mean, what if they listen? (laughs) I mean, listen, it's not ideal. I'm sure it could be good yeah. for someone else. It's not good for me. It's
1: just not what you want to be doing.
0: It's not what I want to be doing. And like, I think for a while, I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, I was in LA working at E! News and then I came back here and I was thinking of becoming a sex therapist. And then I'm like, wait, I just want to be in school because I think that's what, it's an answer. It's an easy answer. Um, And I I mean, the truth of the matter is like, I want to be a talk show host. Like this, that's what I want to do. That's always what I wanted to do. Like I literally, when I was five, I, my dream job was to work at McDonald's. And then when I was in third grade, my dream job was to be president of the United States. And then after I decided maybe not, I wanted to be a talk show host. So this has been a dream since I was like eight. Third time's a charm. Third time's a (laughs) charm. So like I've just been trying to figure out like oh my god like how can I get myself there? Like I feel like everyone else has these great career paths or I know it's not true that not everyone has it figured out but I feel like I just constantly felt like everyone had it figured out more than me in the sense that like they could be satisfied with a job right now if that makes sense. And I was like I was like I'm not satisfied like I won't be satisfied like until I'm because I love doing the podcast and I love doing my other podcast with what a week guys go listen but like it's you know what I mean I don't know
1: I mean if you could get paid to do this full-time you would in a heartbeat
0: easy and so it's just like I think for a while so okay my revelation yesterday (laughs) like I was thinking about okay who are the talk show hosts in the world Think of the, I don't know, Anderson Cooper, or think of the Andy Cohen, or think of the James Corden, whatever. And obviously, Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> Ellen, too. And it's just like each of these people either has a background in journalism, or they have a background being a comedian. And you know what? I'm neither of those. <laughs> like I'm, I mean, like I'm maybe I dip my toes in both of those fields, yeah. but I'm like- You yeah. have. I have, but I'm like, you know, that's not like I don't want to pursue doing stand up comedy and I don't want to pursue working full time as a journalist. But I'm like here if I'm I'm thinking, okay, so of those two, I'd rather have more of a James Corden show than I would want a CNN show. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at James Corden. I'm like, okay, these people who are stand up comedians who became talk show hosts they were constantly practicing their art right mm. practicing stand up comedy practicing whatever so i'm like they were pro- they were like grinding whatever job they had to do to pay their bills but otherwise they were trying out stand up comedy and pursuing that and so i'm like okay if this is what i want to do which is be a host why am i not doing something to pursue that why am i so focused on trying to find a 9 to 5 40 hour job that's going to quote fulfill me And like lead me to this direction when the truth of the matter is, if this is really what I want to do, working for ABC isn't going to get me there. Like I have to pursue this on the side. So I love doing the podcast. That's my art. So I'm just like, why don't I focus on this and really put all my energy into this when I know it's what I love to do and I know it's what's going to get me to the next step? And then just the job stuff doesn't have to be my main priority. I don't have to focus on having a nine to five. Obviously, I have to figure out paying my bills, but otherwise, like, I don't have to, you know what I mean? Ah.
1: You, don't, you don't need to have um the position and the name of the company in right. order to have your satisfaction. You need... It, it doesn't matter to you. you you you're waiting to get your spot your spot your permanent spot in the spotlight mm-hmm. and until now you don't care whatever it takes you're going to do what you can to pay the bills correct and then work on your passion projects in the meantime yes. until those overshadow the, the the income that you're trying to make and totally. take that in with itself and so for a while you probably felt a little bit more distracted that you're like mm-hmm. i need to land this nine to five i need to get this name on my twitter bio i need- right. and which which I feel like we're all kind of trapped. Oh yeah. Especially like, like,
0: I know some of you who listen to this podcast are also fellow, fellow, are also fellow media professionals. And it's just like, we love, like, we love to be like, oh, what are we going to put in our Instagram bio? But it's just like, uh, it's like, uh, ah, I wish we we all stopped having that like mindset that we have to like have this cool title and this cool job. Like That's not the path for everyone. And that's not, I've been so unsatisfied. This is my second full-time job. My first was at E! News. In both of these, I've been so unsatisfied. And honestly, right before we had to really quarantine and stay at home, I was working part-time at a marketing agency and part-time at iHeart in San Diego, like the 933 channel, like three different radio stations here in San Diego as a promotions assistant. And that was so fun. Like, I love doing that job because I got to go out and meet people and just like I was making minimum wage. But I'm like with these two things currently, I'm able to pay my bills like I'm fine.
1: Yeah, you, I think you just need to be 100 um, percent in what you're doing for your work to make mm-hmm. your money. 100 percent in your passion projects and 100 percent in knowing yourself and what you need. And, totally. and it did take you the time to figure it out, but now you have it figured out, that's That's really good.
0: Totally. And you know what? I just thought of this just now on the spot. Thanks to my uh, eight week in improv program I did like last year. But I think my resolution or maybe my word for 2021 is going to be trust myself. Mm -hmm. Trust myself trust my first instinct. Don't second guess myself. Cause that's what I, that's what I and a lot of people get caught up doing, like just second guessing myself. And I'm like, no, that's why I'm glad you told me to do the voice memo. That's why I'm glad. Like, I mean, obviously, like I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety, maybe, uh, sadness a lot during this pandemic, (laughs) maybe, um, just, you know, all the emotions and it's hard to like, it's easy to second guess yourself when you're going through that.
1: Definitely. And, Trusting yourself is the key to speed. Yes. And in this world, speed kills. You know, I am watching, I'm very late to this, by the way, but I'm what? watching The Last Dance, the docuseries about well, Michael Jordan.
0: I'm later because I will never watch it.
1: <laughs> anyway, Michael Jordan, <laughs> arguably the best basketball player of all time. Okay. He, what about he, Shaq? <laughs> he's up there. I oh, okay. There. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, he, Shaq was nothing without Kobe, but I will stop talking about... This are before. people
0: gonna come for my reviews people, are, people <laughs> are gonna come for
1: me for talking about basketball but anyway i'm watching the last dance mm-hmm. and michael jordan comes onto the scene michael jordan was a pretty big top prospect in high school and in college and uh he was drafted third overall mm-hmm. and but when he came to the scene his mentality on the court and and everything about it, his mentality was i love the game i know i'm competitive as hell right i know i am more competitive than anybody here on the court and michael jordan was miles above every single player that he ever faced again. Larry mm-hmm. Bird, miles ahead of him. You know, Magic I know John- Larry Bird. Magic Johnson, miles right. ahead of him. The film cameras that they used back then couldn't pick up how fast Michael Jordan was moving. Oh my God. And that's because he trusted himself. Right. The biggest thing was just trust. If you overthink, then the person already beat you down the court.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. If you mm-hmm. overthink it, if you think too hard and you don't trust yourself, the basket will have been scored.
0: That's true. And you will
1: lose out on your MVP. You will lose out on the finals. You will never be a Michael Jordan if you don't trust yourself.
0: Yes. And you know what? Another perspective kind of on that too is, oh God, I don't know her name. I know she's a showrunner on Grey's Anatomy and her name is Krista something, but she just did a Twitter thread on Twitter like two days ago. And it was basically like a lot of people like want to work in arts or like have this dream Mm -hmm. to be like a singer or uh, what's another art form? Uh, A drummer? (laughs) Drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Or or like a talk show host. Uh. And she she did like this whole thread and it was basically like, we're always told like, oh, you can't, like that's unrealistic, but it's like, wh- how, why is that so unrealistic? First yeah. of all, like someone's got to do it. Like, first of all, second, like her whole thing was just like, practice your art every day or practice other types of art. So you're experiencing what it is to like, be vulnerable and do your art or whatever it is. So I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> she's telling me to start singing more. Um, but it's just like, it's so true. It's like, someone has to do it. Like it, c- it can, and it will be you.
1: What are the things holding you back? of doing what you want to do in your life.
0: Yes. Is it embarrassment? Yes. Is it
1: fear? Is it thinking that I'm not cut out to be this way because I've been told all my life that people like me or people who act like me do these roles? Mm -hmm. You need to seriously take, taking yourself seriously is also recognizing your true passions. Totally. And, you know, (laughs) I got like a 1.8, 1.9 GPA in high school. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to community college and my high school, like many other high schools, has a huge huge problem with thinking that there's something wrong with going to a community college mm-hmm. and i have older siblings so i knew from a young age that going to community college is not that bad right i was just a little bit embarrassed because the mentality of my people my age thought that if you went to a community college you were stupid mm-hmm. and i know now that some of the coolest people and some of the smartest people i met who cared about their passions who knew what they wanted to do more than the people pro- probably went to four-year state schools right went to community college because they knew it was cheaper they knew they want and community colleges are great for the arts most community colleges, at least the one that I went to was great for the arts. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just about, about following your passions. And I I love that advice that you gave too, from, from that one Twitter thread, from that one user.
0: Krista. (laughs) Krista.
1: (laughs) um, Is that really, if you want to be an artist and the term artist can be kind of general. Yeah. Uh, I I would say the term artist. I would would say journalists can count as artists.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, writers. Yeah. Chefs are artists. Right.
1: Uh, but you should really practice other art forms mm-hmm. to make yourself vulnerable. I mean, I went to a few spin- – I like biking for working out. Right. But I don't spin. Mm-hmm. Because – I and I, I would spin may- – maybe when I played water polo, sometimes I would spin a little bit, like, in place. But I've never spinned as, like, a full-on workout. Right. So I went with you to spin a few times, and it was vulnerable. I'm in this colorful pink room with, like, a <laughs> bunch of loud music with, like, a neon bike. I if- it-, it was cool.
0: If – anyone listening has never been a spin like it is a whole experience like you're in a enclosed which god I wish I could be in a room like that right now but you're in an enclosed (laughs) room filled with like 45 people I mean post vaccine post whatever um but you're in an enclosed room with just 45 different people music blasting you're all just spinning in a dark room and like everyone's just wooing and it's so fun like I'm like it's awesome and I
1: know I know for me naturally playing water polo from a young age. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there who would be uncomfortable swimming and shooting a ball around. And the, same, the people, there's a lot of people out there who probably spin who wouldn't want to be in the pool. Right. There's a lot of people like me who are naturally in the pool who wouldn't want to be spinning. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think really making yourself well-rounded is important. Like I am a full-time journalist, but I love cooking. Right. For New Year's, I'm making Alex and I a roasted tri-tip with this, spe- this spinach and cheese quiche thing. So I love Well, cooking. if
0: anyone's asking, I'm still vegan. That's true. Yeah. Never mind.
1: Anyway, but- But I will be eating it. Yeah, it's super important. I think, I mean, my biggest advice to people who are, want to, I mean, just to take people who want to work in media right. in general, my biggest advice is while you're in school is to try as much as you can.
0: Totally. Different
1: things. Different things, not only within media. I remember when I was taking my journalism classes at community college. I also took music classes. Mm-hmm. I rented out a piano for myself and just played on my free time. Totally. It's really, really important to make sure that, you know, the one passion you want to do does not take over your life right. and let it naturally come rather than forcing yourself to do it.
0: I agree. And you know what? I wonder if once we're, like, two years from now, we're hopefully moved past COVID-19 and everything. I wonder if people will be more willing to try new things. Like, I wonder if, Because, like, we've been inside for so long, or at least... some of us have, if we've been inside for so long and we finally go out and we're like, oh, let's open and be open to trying new things. And I mean, this year is making us so aware of just like the problems of like capitalism and the system and everything. And it's just like, I feel like our generation especially is going to define success differently than the generations before us. Like, So I wonder if that will make people have, um, like more people on average can define like unconventional jobs as success and more people will be open to trying new art forms and different things like that. Like, I do wonder, because like everyone during quarantine was making bread. I mean, not me because mm-hmm. I don't cook, but like stuff like that. I mean, everyone was like trying new things. I do wonder if that will be like an impact of this.
1: I mean, talk about a cultural reset.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to be insensitive, <laughs> yeah.
1: it truly is like a cultural reset. Of well, every- it's like after like, the
0: flu pandemic. Yeah.
1: We're, we're literally watching our national leaders dangle money in front of our face. Yeah. And, and it's never been that. We've never had such a microscope into what's going on. Right. And never before. I mean, either we're getting older or we're just witnessing more younger people um, witness this reckoning that's right. taking place. And I, I think it's a little bit of both. But I do think the strong there's a strong number of younger people who are getting more involved or more knowledgeable into what's happening. And then it turns into frustration. It mm-hmm. turns into passion. It turns into, you know, I don't want to just do my little tiny tasks and let, let the big man decide things. Right. I want to really drink from the glass of life and suck from the udders of the cow Ew. that is life. And, you what know. What do you mean? <laughs> and I know we're sitting here at home right now and um, we just we just have a lot to say about. <sighs> what's going on and it, right. it's, it's just I know we're sitting at home right now but really transforms and I've never felt more passionate about the future right these few months
0: yeah being at home
1: and we're fortunate to be at home don't get me wrong
0: yeah definitely. but I'm,
1: I'm glad we have the time to think about this and really have a lot to say about
0: it yeah I know it feels like we're two like white men with a podcast, which <laughs>
1: essentially. Yeah, we're, we're halfway there. Yeah. You're, you're white and I'm a man. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this was a good conversation, but should we do a little fun dating stuff since it is it is a dating podcast after all?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm down talking like a, I'm, I'm done talking like a motivational stuff. I
0: know. Right? I feel like like I was just listening to a podcast. I won't name the name. But I've been listening to old episodes of it because I don't like them anymore. <laughs> but like, the, I was listening to one from like 2018, and they had like a financial coach on, and she was just like. It was, like, what she was saying, like, some of it made sense. Like, oh, like, it, she's a woman motivational coach and she was, like, or financial coach. And she was, like, speak up for yourself, blah, blah, blah. Like, but then she was, like, there's a wage gap and it's because we're not asking for it. <laughs> like, what we want. And I'm, like, um, anyways. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, don't, don't
1: get carried away.
0: Yeah, let's yeah. calm down. <laughs> okay, but um, I think it'd be really fun. So there's this app. We've used it before. On and a road I, trip,
1: I think
0: yeah or something yeah. like that and i highly recommend it for like any couple cuz i think it's fun so it's called gottman card decks
1: i still get email alerts from them after you made me sign up
0: oh really oh yeah. good so they're they're two <laughs> they're two like marriage therapists oh, okay. or like psychologists or whatever and they're married i said that they're married but they both like study this together like the gottman like if you go to their google them like they're on everything like the every the Gottman Institute, like everything about them. I mean, they're like experts on this stuff and they have this app on your phone and keep in mind, not sponsored, but maybe one day. if anyone wants to sponsor me, please reach out. Um, but the app is called Gottman card decks. And like, there's just all these different things like love maps and you click it and it's like just conversation starters. There's, um open ended questions rituals of connection sex questions date questions then there's like ones that say salsa mild salsa medium salsa hot those are like sex things like okay i'll click the salsa those hot are one sex so it's uh, like for example this one so some of them are questions to like encourage conversation but some are like things to try out so this salsa hot one says challenge yourselves to see how many sexual positions you can try before reaching an orgasm and
1: you guys have to hear all of it right now
0: (laughs) no wait can we answer i say we answer like three do you want to do the sex questions category uh are you willing to get spicy
1: I'm willing to get a little bit spicy. What if okay. we did one spi- what one sex question, one emotional question, and another sex question?
0: Okay, so yeah. first sex question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay, should I do a different one? Um, Why? <laughs> well, that one's like really spicy. So this one says, what does being aroused feel like for you? What are some of the sensations? Okay, you go first. Oh,
1: man. I mean, I feel like we've talked about, I mean, not arousal, but like orgasm in right. general is different
0: okay that's a fascinating thing because yeah. like I would describe an orgasm for me as being like like choo-choo. like you know when you're on a roller coaster that's like rickety and it's like and then it like you reach the top and then it goes down yeah that's how I would describe an orgasm for me
1: mine is more like when you, uh, have you ever been on a, ro- I mean, I don't know, I know you don't go on roller coasters much, but. We were
0: just talking about a roller coaster. I know, but I'm,
1: ta- I'm, ta- I'm trying to reference a specific roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. So, I mean, was I, it S-
0: Space Mountain?
1: No. Okay. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know the name of this roller coaster. I saw, there was, there was once this Nickelodeon show where they would put kids on roller coasters and they would go on roller coasters for money and answer questions and then stump for the final test they would make the kid eat like a chili cheese dog and then have him go <gasps> on a big roller coaster. Oh, I would do that.
0: Well they, not the roller coaster, yeah, just they, the chili cheese dog. They
1: would like throw up and stuff. Okay. But if they didn't throw up, they would like a hundred thousand anyway, dollars. A
0: hundred thousand? That can't be right. I mean, probably not. Maybe but like anyway, ten
1: dollars. There, there, was, there was this one roller coaster where it was like you start off seated in the roller coaster and it's completely still. You're not moving. And then all of a sudden, once it goes, you shoot off oh, at shit. like 75 miles an hour. Oh, that's like mummy at and Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah, and then it immediately goes up through loop-de-loop, up through a bunch of stuff. And then it slows down really quick and it's you're kind of coasting to the finish. Okay. So for me, an orgasm is a, a little bit kind of like focusing and then psh, release. And then you kind of like feel good for like the next like minute or two. Is the
0: release the come? Yeah. So how does it feel when you get hard? Can you tell when you're getting hard? Is it weird that we haven't discussed this before?
1: I feel like we have a little bit. I mean, I would say, I mean, it's for everybody out there with a penis. It really does, you know, when you have a boner especially if you're wearing pants
0: can you feel like a rush of like water or not water it depends but... on
1: what kind of boner it
0: is ew what do you mean there's different kinds
1: well there's some boners that you just get because you sit down for a long time in the blood pools oh like, right I would like be, pins and needles yeah i would be in like high not necessarily like pins and needles <laughs> just the blood pools okay I mean, like, and so my my dick doesn't get pins and needles on it I'd ew pro- don't pro- say dick I'd on probably, this podcast i probably have to go see a doctor or something okay but um yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember specifically, I would be in my high school history class.
0: Oh my God. And
1: I would get a boner because I was just sat down for like an hour. Oh, okay. And then the. And then the
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. Did you think was I going? don't know. I got nervous.
1: <laughs> and then so then the bell would ring and I'd be like, fuck.
0: Well, that. Ha- why? Does forget. that not happen to every single other person with a penis in that class, though? It probably does. Oh, but, okay. I mean, but but no one talk- talks about it.
1: I mean, I've talked about it with some of my close
0: friends. Right. But, And Uh, they go through it as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And so a little trick is that if you know you're going to have to get up in the next minute or two, you flex. And if you have a boner, you flex your legs or you flex your arms. Huh. And then- Flex. So you just flex. And like you flex your muscles. If you flex your muscles, it will take the blood out of your penis and move it throughout your body more. Huh. Because literally when you have a boner, it's just blood. Right. Yeah. It is just flowing blood to you. Um. And yeah, I don't. I didn't mean to get to TMI, but so that so if you have a blood pooling boner, that's also the equivalent of getting morning wood. Okay. And uh but then if you have an aroused, an aroused.
0: Wait, bone. can we talk about something real quick? What? <laughs> can I say it? So. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. A few days ago, Jack and I. This was like Christmas morning too. That's yes. the sad part. <laughs> it
1: <laughs> was Christmas. It was not Christmas morning. It was.
0: It was the morning of the 26th. Okay, see, whatever. Days are confusing these days. But, uh, like, me and Jack wake up and Jack was like, oh, my God, like, I had a dream. It was, like, with my ex. Like, it was a sex dream. And, like, Jack and I, like, you and I tell each other all this kind yeah, of stuff. Like yeah, Like every we're single like, time I have a dream. Yeah. Which,
1: I mean, hasn't been for probably, like, a year. Or yeah. Something. So that's why it really took me off guard and I was like "Holy shit." Yeah, yeah, so
0: you had a sex dream and like I was just like like I don't get jealous but I do at the same time. Like I like to hear about the things it won't like deeply affect me, but in the moment I'm like, "Wait, if I think about it too hard, like I'm mad." Like yeah. not mad, like I'm just jealous. If you think
1: about back like a few years ago when I would make out with other women. Yeah, dreams, and yeah. it's like
0: like the thought like cuz you and I have been very open about our past, like sex and dating lives and stuff. Obviously, like you couldn't date me <laughs> if we weren't um but like we talk like so I know in detail like your past sex life Mm -hmm. and it's like it doesn't make me jealous to think about you having sex with other people but like the thought of you like kissing someone else or just like texting another person (laughs) like makes me sad. (laughs)
1: That's really sad.
0: (laughs) But anyway so you had a dream that uh you and your ex-girlfriend. I'll
1: let you explain this dream because I will I, I'd choose not to. That you guys just had sex. Like yeah, it was, it
0: yeah. wasn't anything crazy. It was mm-hmm. just having sex. And I was like, "So it's you told ta- place? You, where was it? The
1: backyard."
0: Oh God. Okay. Well, oh. <laughs> so like we <laughs> talked about it, and then um, you told me about it in the morning, and I think like we just kept talking about it a little, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm like tired of hearing about this." And then you were like, "Yeah," and I woke up with a boner. <laughs> That's like me. Like you didn't really, have to tell me that.
1: So I wouldn't, I normally would not, I would be more conservative with talking about stories like this, but to everybody out there listening, you know, Alex, and you know, she likes hearing these things. So I was under the assumption that I should be full frontal and keep in mind, and this might be TMI, but not half the time I wake up with Morning wood.
0: Right. So I was like, but you don't every morning. You don't say oh, I had a boner. It was just that morning. Yeah, That's why I was I like, uh. But I remember I woke
1: up and I was like, I felt it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, did I come in my underwear? Or Ew. Like-
0: <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I think I had an orgasm in my sleep the other night. Really, it hasn't happened in a while because I think quarantine. <laughs> so my dreams have either yeah. been non-existent or not good. But I like woke up, I don't remember like I don't remember it that well, but I think I woke up in the middle of the night to an orgasm. What
1: did you dream about?
0: I don't remember, huh isn't that interesting, and that's that happened really to me weird. before so like
1: you've had wet dreams before
0: yeah, I've had wet dreams before, and I've had dreams where like I've just been really like I woke up really like it usually happens with naps unless I just don't remember in my sleep, but I've taken naps where i've woke. i've like had a sex dream, and then I like kind of like do the lucid dreaming thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, half awake, half sleeping, so, like, I keep, like, doing whatever I was doing in the dream, but then I wake up and then I just, like, masturbate. Yeah. But that's only really naps. Like, it doesn't always happen. It doesn't really happen during sleep.
1: So, I've had sex dreams. Uh Uh-huh. But I've never, ever, ever had a full-on
0: wet dream. Really? that's sad it's not sad oh, okay yeah.
1: <laughs> i can just jack off whenever i want to ew
0: okay it's gross when you say it okay why because
1: i put so much emphasis
0: you're like i jack off
1: i know I, i'm like peace beyond anybody who ew. listens to this right now <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> let's go to a new one yeah so we want to do like a, a deep question yeah. oh this is a good one okay what do you need right now in a friend
1: Wow. I mean, yeah, I I do miss my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my best friends are back home in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's hard to articulate. I think I just need somebody who knows what I was like three or four years ago Mm -hmm. to reminisce with and be on some new bullshit with.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Just, I don't know, like just have like... Yeah, I, I miss having, like, a connection with, like, one of my other friends. Like, right. Like, they talk about I, – I read this article about, um like, men friendships deteriorating during the pandemic because a lot of um their pastime relied on, like, generally speaking, watching sports together mm. or gaming together and just everything's kind of shifted. Or they would go to a bar together and catch a game or just go out clubbing and that would be their way of kind of like bonding Mm -hmm. Uh, stuff, activities where it's not so much like eye contact or intimate friendship stuff. Right. It was just you would do an activity together. And I rarely read into that and I was like, that's very true. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that. Right. uh, With like a lot of friends right now. So I guess I I need that again.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I I need that kind of like brotherly connection.
0: Are you going to cry? No. Okay.
1: Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I just I just need that um standard generalized bro kind of yeah. friendship thing going on.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. No, I kind of feel that about the activity. Like uh, like I told you and like I said already yesterday I talked I distanced with Sarah and then I zoomed with Janessa. And it's like Sarah's someone I can talk to more regular regularly we just haven't because she's in law school right now and I'm just busy and sad <laughs> but like with janessa like we're both just like not the type of people to like call or facetime people And Janessa janessa someone i became friends with when i was living in los angeles and we would see each other because we worked together and just like we would hang out after work or like go to each other like whatever it was and it's just like it's so hard because like we were both like because on the call I was like, oh my God, like I need to be better about like being a friend. Like I I was like, I feel kind of bad. And she was like, no, like literally I'm the same as you. Like, you know, I'm the exact same way. She was like, I'm not mad. Like, it's fine. Like talk to you in six months. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, true. That's so true. But it's also like, it's, it's so true about the activity thing. Cause it's just like catching up just to talk to someone on zoom. Like, I'm like, I don't want to just stare at you. Like, just like,
1: when we say catch up. Yeah. Are we just going to stand around awkwardly until we start talking for real a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why it's just
0: like, I miss, I do miss like doing things with friends and it's like, yeah, it's just like if you're taught, especially because nothing's really going on right now. It's like, I don't have new stories every day to tell. Whereas like if I was in person at work or like living my life, whatever, like I would have things to share every single day, but I don't, you know, I don't know.
1: Regarding specific activities, I, I really miss like, um having like a regular like outing of like maybe Mm. swimming or going to the beach or uh um fishing right not to sound super like masculine but (laughs) it's true i (laughs) I love fishing that's something i did a lot back when i lived in the bay area and i I would love to do that again with a friend Mm -hmm. and just catch up drink and smoke a bit yeah catch some fish
0: I know if I could do anything right now, I would, I wish I could go to spin and I, or I wish I could go to bottomless mimosas with just a group of friends, Mm -hmm. or I wish I could just like wander at a store, like Mm -hmm. go to a target and just like wander around with no problems. Oh my God. I would love that. I know. I would absolutely love that. Now
1: whenever we go to stores, it's just like, we gotta
0: go. Exactly. Like I feel stressed if I'm in it for more than 30 seconds. And now that it's just getting so much worse. Like I don't even want to go to a store at at all, at Mm -hmm. all. Um, okay, well, let's ask a sex question. Then let's wrap it up. <laughs> Our excellent. first episode of twenty twenty one.
1: I know that was really fun.
0: Hehe, <laughs> this was fun. Okay, yeah. one more sex question. I'm I'm not gonna look. I'm just gonna cho- I'm gonna swipe through Can and choose it? one. You want to read it? Yeah. Okay. Oh god, I'm scared.
1: This one's good.
0: Oh god, I'm nervous.
1: How important is it for you to have an orgasm when we have sex?
0: Oh, that's an interesting question. You know what? I never expect to have one when I go into things, like, oh my God. Oh, I thought the TV was gonna make noise. I never expect to have one when we go into things like cause like I even here's my thing. Like, and you and I have talked about this and we're getting personal. (laughs) Daniel is trying, welcome back, guys. But like I feel like for a while I was just like, it always feels like we have sex. Like, let's just make out. (laughs) Or like let's just like finger me or something. And it's (laughs) just (laughs) but it's just like You know what I mean? Like, I I like doing, just, like, taking it easy, doing whatever. But then, usually, it does escalate. But after plenty of making out or whatever it is. So, I'm just, like, I never really expect to have an orgasm. And I think that's why I always do.
1: I think expectations are low, um, going about an orgasm. Right. Um,
0: (gasps) Should we, oh, my God, should we talk about when I squirted?
1: (laughs) Well, can I, can I finish? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my I don't have an expectation going into it. Right. But if you and I both kind of have that look, it's going down. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It happened. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And then, yeah.
0: yeah. Wait, well, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> so I think I squirted for the first time. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck's, like, looking if his roommates <laughs> listening, but I'm, like, I, whoever is listening to this, I don't know. That's true. Um, it, there was just a lot of fluids. And, like, because we went into that. We were, like, I just sat on your lap, and then we ended up just, you were fingering me. But it's, like, that's an example. Like, we weren't, because anytime time I've been, like, oh, my God, let's try to make me squirt. Like, it's never worked.
1: Oh, yeah. There was one time we literally tried for, like, an hour. Yeah, and it yeah, didn't work. Yeah, it was, like, and we had, like, five hands working at it
0: like okay <laughs> on I mean, five so like, like three
1: performing surgery like, right trying to make it happen
0: yeah like the surgery on the grape yeah. <laughs> it was like <laughs> dedication you
1: grape yeah.
0: but yeah so came really easy yeah it did yeah it all just happened so fast
1: i remember i mean just from my perspective feeling gushing
0: like, ew don't you're sharing my personal business
1: you're the one that brought this up
0: yeah but i didn't bring up the gush
1: <laughs> but like my hand and i just felt
0: Ew! Okay, stop. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> we're ending us. <this>. Okay. <laughs> no, but, um... Well, it's funny, because, you know what? This is this is a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. So let's just end it here. Yeah, oh, this was good. fun. That was
1: really fun. Happy I'm... 2020.
0: Yeah. Ha- what? Happy... Happy 2021. Oh. <laughs> Not happy 2020. No, no. Yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. You remember in, tw- in January, we were like...
1: <laughs> 2020
0: vision. <laughs> I didn't say that. And I'm proud. Actually, I think one of the podcast episodes is called 2020 vision. Oh my God. What I will say, one thing I will say, and then I'll leave y'all at that, is January, well, December 31st, 2019 through January 1st, 2020. That New Year's celebration, you and I were in San Francisco mm, with yes. my best friend, Megan, her boyfriend, some of their other friends. And it was a fun group, like it was a good group, but we went out and it was the weirdest fucking night I've ever experienced. Like, I remember like someone tried to fight. So we met um, one of their friends that night and like I didn't like him at first. He was a little aggressive. But then once we left the pregame, I was like, oh, wait, he's so cool. Like, I love him. And we showed up at a bar and like people tried to fight him like for no reason. Like he wasn't the aggressive one in this situation. It was just like everyone was weird that night. And then we went Mm -hmm. to a new place and then me and Megan were trying to go to the bathroom and there was a fight happening in the bathroom and we got in the stall finally and there was blood in the toilet from like the person's nose. And it was just such a weird night. Like everyone was so aggressive and I was like that had to have been a sign for 2020.
1: That's how I growing up in the Bay Area. That San Francisco that night is what I thought it was like when I was growing up.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I, I always thought San Francisco was like, it's going down. Like,
0: I feel like I've, I've been out in San Francisco before and it had never but been that I'm, aggressive. I'm just saying that's what I thought it was like oh, I when see, I was I see. younger.
1: And then my brother moved up to San Francisco when I was a sophomore in high school. And I, I went to San Francisco almost every other week until I moved out at the age of 20, 21. Right. Um, and I loved it. And it's been such a safe, Peninsula. It's, mm-hmm. it's such a safe... I've always felt safe there. Right. And I've always felt like I could I could be 10 out of 10 drunk, plastered high, and be fine. Right. Uh, I mean, it's probably my privilege talking, but I just felt really comfortable there. Right. But that night, we were there and I was like, why does everybody want to beat us up? Yeah. Like, like it was
0: weird. And it wasn't just us. Like, everyone was fighting each other, too. Yeah. Like, it was literally such a weird night. I know. And uh, I mean... All I know is, because this is being recorded the 30th (laughs) and we're posting it the first, like all I know is for New Year's Eve, we're staying in. I plan to watch some Gilmore Girls Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I feel like I hope that's a signifier of what 2021 is going to be for us. Like calm, happy, easy.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're going to continue to stay home. We're going to have a good night in for New Year's. I'm making some... Try to yes uh, with a Spanish little spa- spinach, not Spanish. Oh my god!
0: Oh, I kind of want to make cake pops.
1: Oh, that would be good.
0: Okay, well, anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you just for coming back, like everyone listening to dating or at least trying. Honestly, I'm I have so much in store for this year, and I'm so excited to do this with y'all.
1: I, I'm really excited. This podcast is back, and you know I'm not your co-host, but. I would no, no. appreciate coming back on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perhaps. Things in the future.
0: We'll we'll see what the people think.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I'm not your co-host. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There is no co-host. My co-host, me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. And yep. Dory. And Dory. Dory is our cat, if anyone wanted to know. Yeah. Okay, well. She's a new addition. Yeah, she's, she's new. She's a pandemic baby.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's going to be a baby boomer in like. The year 2100. Oh, my God. Okay, well,
0: (laughs) thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Dating or At Least Trying. My name is Alex, and today I was joined by... Jack Mulvud. Thank you all for listening. Bye.